Welcome to Sweet Business Dreams, talking business, money, and mindset with a butt ton and years of business experience, 20 plus years, nowadays running multiple businesses, online and offline, at the same time, while living the weekend life. Here is your host, Rebecca Allen. Oh, I always love how blue the sky is when I'm out here. I've purposely set myself up today. Normally, I don't do that <laughs> at all. But I wanted to get into a really good in-depth, uh, high-quality training today. So prepared myself, wrote some notes, got a topic, and I cannot, cannot wait to share. Because it's talking money. Money is one of my most favorite, favorite subjects. And last time I was trying to figure out my new tripod and I'm fiddling with it while I'm on the live video. So I'd set that up all ready to go to clip my phone in. But I want to show you my tripod before I do that. This is a gorilla tripod. So I'm setting it up so that I put it in so that it stays uh, portrait, landscape, no portrait. Because last time I started in portrait and then my tripod was in landscape and it was just a cluster bomb. So... <laughs> set it up good good to go so i'm loving this gorilla tripod it's one of the cheap ones got to be honest like 13 australian dollars comment below say hi it's so good to have you here i'm going to go share this over as well go and share this around the ridges on social media but i want to talk about money one of my favorite subjects and being my, on my online business it's end of financial year here in australia uh end of 30th of june is end of our 12 month financial year so I've already been to the account and I already got my stuff done. To be fair, it was done in the first week. I saw my accountant in the second week. She got our personal ones done straight away. And then the two business tax returns done last week. Actually, I've got to go pick it up. But it's done. Uh, I love getting it done quick. I love this time of year. I love knowing my numbers. And not only that, like some people, like I want to throw it into financial year party type thing. And I'm not a party type gal. And some people wait till the last minute or, you know, just drag their feet over doing, doing their tax returns. And that, to me, well, it shows so many things that you're not happy with where your money's at, really. So then what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? So, for example, I love paying a tax bill. I love paying a tax bill. How many people do you know that says that? I learned that from my brother, actually, that he says, I've, you know, he says, I've just paid a big tax bill. So that means I made a lot of money. That's a good thing. Being, if you don't pay a tax bill, you're not making money. Bing, you're not making profit. So that needs to be looked at. That needs to be addressed. Is that, you know, how you want your business to be? I love, I've, the more and more I get into this, the more I realize how much I love business and the how it's a vehicle and a vessel to achieving uh, achieving your dreams. And the vehicle and vessel that I've heard my, um, my online mentor say these words, Jana Kingsford. But it's so incredibly true. It gets me to where I want to go. Not only that, I love the business aspects. I love doing business. The paperwork, the legal stuff, the emails, the admin, the customer service, the marketing. Like I love the businessy side of it. But even separate from that, if that's not your thing and that's not your jam, that's perfectly cool. What the business provides is opportunity. The provision, so much opportunity, being income making opportunity versus being an employee, you'll only ever make, for example, dollars per hour 
and all you can ever control is your expenses ever or get a pay rise but then you're still at dollars per hour that set amount and then your expenses like you, your control is so limited where in business it's potentially unlimitless it's infinitely abundant now there's a mower going over there I know they actually won't go last long there on the council land but hopefully you can't hear that now let me go over and share this while I'm here all right let's get into it so end of financial year here in Australia and my business made nearly 90k I'm gonna get straight into it <laughs> straight into the numbers now bear in mind I do talk about numbers all right I'm pretty much an open slate clean slate um, what, what would you say open board that I, I share I share my numbers so if that's something that triggers you that's perfectly fine just be aware of that that's something that potentially triggers you um, and the reason I share my numbers so many reasons well one is I publish my income reports on my website being rebeccarallen.com to be fair I haven't for most of this year but I have for about two years published my income reports I did that very consciously very thoughtfully that myself when I was starting and building and growing my online business and my blog and my website and um, you know all the things that are associated with business I wanted to know how much other people were earning being I wanted to know what my potential for making money online was I wanted to know what other people were doing a bit of a sticky beak like that uh, and I read a lot of income reports and I'm like well if my target market is me, which they are, <laughs> because we always create things for others that are a step or two behind, I very much want to share my numbers. I want to share my income reports. So that's why one of the main reasons I talk about my numbers. And the second reason is I don't think numbers are talked about enough. I honestly, honestly don't. I think money comes under like a, a dirty or bad word like sex or politics, right? You just don't talk about it. People are very... I don't want to say opinionated but it's it, it can be polarizing it can be a bit much right people are arriving hi guys come below say hi so i know it's who's here my phone's not telling me today that's okay so numbers and money can be put in a dirty category and can be polarizing potentially and also potentially triggering as well and i am of the belief and in my experience, that that's because we're not taught about money. We're not taught about money as children uh, in primary school, in high school, unless you do a like accounting degree, for example. We're not taught about money, and that is actually a conscious decision on the education department, being from from government. They don't want to teach us about money. They don't want to teach us how to read a profit and loss sheet. They don't want to teach us how to reconcile a checkbook, all right? Because they're keeping us in a place of ignorance. They're keeping us in a place where they want us to be, which is being the factory worker, being the employee, um, being staying in a place of poverty, poverty and lack. I honestly, honestly believe that. So think about your time at school and what did you learn about money? In Australia, an Australian education system, they one of the big four banks, which is one of the four major corporations that makes billions of dollars in a very small population country of Australia, they um, one of the big four banks, they set you up with a savings account 
from the first grade, literally. And they encourage you to save money in said bank account. And then on your 18th birthday, because they have your records, they know when you went into year one, they know when you're turning 18 because you let them know your um, birthday, they send you a credit card in the mail. And they're keeping you a life of credit, of debt, of lack for the rest of your life. They do that on purpose because that directly benefits the bankers and the politicians. Wow, I went on a tangent there. But I'm very much passionate, the moral of that story is very, very passionate about money education. Not to say that I am qualified or anything like that, just in my experience, there isn't enough information, well there is, got to go out and find it, but it's, uh, it comes unnaturally to a lot of people. So again, that's why I talk about money and I'm, I'm constantly reading about money. I'm, in particular, if you're wanting to get into it, I recommend Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, that book in particular, um, starting there, fantastic read. And about educating yourself about finances and money, um, just a little bit, just so you start getting more, more of an understanding. Really, really good book. All right, and the first time I read it, actually, I'm like, I don't get it, I don't like it. But then years later, I come back to the book, read it, and I'm like, oh, it's phenomenal. So it's okay if you don't, whatever, get it at the time. I didn't either. Like, I mean, get it as in it doesn't resonate with you at the time. All right. So, that's why I talk about money. If it triggers you, again, that's perfectly fine. Just be aware that's what it's doing. Um, and whether you want to do something about it, I don't know, being you don't want to listen about money or just bring, bring consciousness to it, being this is triggering me, I'm feeling uncomfortable, whatever the feelings are coming up, okay? All right, so let's get into it. So, I finished um, my end of financial year tax return stuff for my account and I made nearly 90k it was 87,000 and then some I believe from the top of my head um, and I was quite pleased with that I was quite proud be- for so many reasons one being I created that I created I created that money from myself being my thoughts my opinions, my teachings, my hands, my skill set. And that's so, so incredibly cool. That's, that's what business provides us, that potential to make something for ourselves, from ourselves, right? We are, we are the tool of business. Is you, your business um, you are your business, your business is you. Do I wish it was 100K? Yes. <laughs> In the quite um, arrogant way, <laughs> that it would be cool to be saying I made 100K or nearly 100K or just over 100K or whatever. At the same time, I didn't. <laughs> so I'm letting that go. And what else do I want to say about that? I'm really proud of myself. I'm proud of myself because from that money, from that earning, from that income, that's how I fully support myself, my partner, my family, and a mortgage. And it affords us our dream. I don't even know I did that in inverted commas. Our dream. Our dream was to be self-sufficient and self, self-employed. That we don't rep- rely on an employer. That we don't have to go to a day job. That we don't have to go to a day job. That we can be more location independent being our business moves with us that we don't have to think about or consider when we're 
looking at moving and moving to somewhere we want to live, where we're inspired to live, we're excited to live, that has to come down, can I get a job there? And that makes our decision for us. So my business created that. So I'm incredibly proud my business does that. All right. So how I made 90K. That's what I called this video, didn't I? Yeah. What does it exactly do, Rebecca? I don't get it. <laughs> a lot of people. Predominantly, my money comes from my blog being my website. But at the same time, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. Let me break it down further. I make money from information. I'm selling information. I'm an information-based business. So I'm selling content, ideas, experiences, how-tos, tutorials. They're all in the information category. Now think about when you buy a TAFE course, a TAFE course in Australia, so a community college course. You're buying information. When you buy a DVD, you're buying information. When you're buying a video, I'm thinking the old-fashioned VCR, you're buying information, right? So whether it's a yoga training tutorial or I'm thinking a documentary on environmental health risks, right? You're buying information. And that's what predominantly what I'm doing. I'm selling information in different ways. And the information is from my experience and in my opinion, right? So think of a teacher at school. Are they selling information? They kind of are. Schooling system has a cost. <laughs> University has a cost. So they're selling information to teach you in a certain structure, being, I'll go back to, you know, primary school, they're selling you the structure and the information being um, show up at school at this time and this time. You're going to have three sets of classes between uh, two sets of lunches, three sets of classes. In, in those three sets, it might be broken down to two or three learnings or topics, right? We're going to test you. Uh, four times per year it is in Australia and twice per year you're going to walk away with a report card on how you're going with that teaching and you've got to complete up to two year 12 right it's a structure of selling you information for a desired end result being you graduate year 12 ultimately that is what it is that's what you're buying into in Australia you're buying it with well if you're private school you're actually physically paying for it um, but in Australia if you go to public school you're buying it with your rates. You are paying for it. All right. So the information I sell online is very, very similar. I sell a either a topic or a set of topics in a certain structure for a certain time period for a certain benefit at different price points. Ultimately, that's what I'm doing. And that might be so mind-boggling and cool. But at the same time, it's exactly what I do. So, for example, I've got some video tutorials Cake decorating video tutorials being how to cover a cake in fondant, right? It's a one-off video class online. It has a specific benefit being I'll show you step-by-step how to cover a cake in fondant. For a certain price point, uh, the one-off video was $5.95, $5.95 back in the day. And for a specific time period for a specific end result, right? That's a piece of information. That's a piece of content. That's me selling information. And that was the structure of it. That was the format. So let's go back to how do I make my money? <laughs> how do I make my money? The, one of the easiest ways I can describe is I sell courses. 
So that's one piece or one type of content, one digital product that I have for sale that makes me money. Of course, I do trying to think open close model. I do an open close model being open for enrollment for this two weeks and then you can't sign up until the next time it's opened. Um, that's a couple of my courses I do that way. I don't want to say all of my courses, but some of my courses. Uh, and then people pay for a certain price point. The last time, for example, price market sell, it was, I want to say $147 for an eight-week live course, which you get a certificate at the end. And it's got eight modules over eight weeks with two teachers, trainers, right? So I structure it that way to for a specific reason for a set outcome, which that was the best way of delivering that information for people to get the end result. And the price market sell result, the benefit was how to go from around $1,000 per month to $5,000 per month selling cakes from home, all right, for a specific benefit feature outcome for that course. All right, so selling information, it could be a workshop. So some of my income comes from workshops being very similar to a tutorial, except workshops, I do them live in the life. They could be on-demand replays. They could be like this, a video facing, um, you know, face-to-face -face video with structure, with topics, with teachings, with an outcome. And it could be anywhere from half hour, 30 minutes to three hours. It could be longer. I'm just giving you examples for a certain price point, anywhere between $7 and $97. For example, again, you could charge more than that. Um, and it could be live or on demand. So you send either people to a Facebook group, for example, if it's a for live face-to-face -face workshop, or you could send people to a link to an on-demand replay, being you get instant access to something that's pre-recorded. It could be a, sli a slideshow screen share, right? Being instead of me just talking, it's me talking on top of slides in front of the screen with words on it to help or be part of that learning experience. So for me, let's me let me break down my income streams. I'll start with my smallest ones actually, and I'll come back to my digital products that I have for sale. My smallest income streams, less than two percent, is my coaching, being one-to-one -one coaching or mentoring and consulting, whatever you want to call it as well as retreats and masterminds. Those are less than 2% of my income, not something I've currently concentrated in on in the last couple of months because of my bigger income earners, which I'll tell you about shortly. Second biggest income earner, I want to say ad revenue. Those, the next two are about the same. Ad revenue. So you know when you hit a website and there's ads all over it, so go eBay, Amazon, Gumtree, just about any website, Facebook, it's got ads on there, but they're their own ads, right? You hit a website and it's got ads all over it. They're making money from you just seeing the ads. Same as on my website. So on my main website being angelfoods.net, I'll have ads on the websites so up the top in the, what would you call it, menu area, down the side in the widget bar area. And as you're scrolling your mobile phone, they pop up every so often, every couple of scrolls. Uh, so ad revenue is a way that I make money. It makes about 10% of my income month on month and about 9% of my total income for the last financial year. So ad revenue. So I don't really need to do much for ad revenue other than one, get the ads on my website and two, keep driving more traffic to my website, which is the aim of my business anyway. Being that's why I use social media platforms for driving traffic to my website. That's why I create opt-ins so people can become email subscribers 
those email subscribers, then I send email newsletters and they keep coming back to my website, which is more website traffic. How else do I get more website traffic? Google traffic. So SEO, my blog posts. So SEO being um, optimized on four search engines for Google to send more traffic my way. So when people type in how to price cakes, I show up <laughs> on the first like page. Depends on people's um, algorithms and whatnot. Whether I show up as number number one, number two, number three, but I'm pretty high up on how to price cakes. So my job is to send more traffic to my website for the said um, ad revenue. All right. The next income stream that I have is affiliate income stream. It's about nine to ten percent of my income month on month. It's about nine percent of my total yearly income of the financial year, the nearly ninety k, and affiliate income for me to describe it is when you recommend somebody else's product or service and you link through to it and somebody purchases on the back end of that recommendation you earn a commission a percentage of that so for example if i'm saying i read this really awesome book recently here it is on um, book depository and i use an affiliate link if somebody clicks through and purchases said book but on the back end of my recommendation i get a small commission Depends on the website, depends on the affiliate program, how much you can make. But generally, it's anywhere between 2% to 50%. A very big difference, right? 2% is usually for Amazon, eBay, uh, book depository type websites. 10% would be like website themes. So, for example, if I'm using a website theme, um, on RebeccaAllen.com, which I am, and I use it and I recommend it and I like it, which I do, and I recommend it to other people, I might earn about 10% of that one. I can't remember, it's 100% its um, affiliate program. ConvertKit. I use an email service provider called ConvertKit where I send my email newsletters from my bulk email newsletters. I love their product, being their software. I love their customer service. I love everything about ConvertKit. So when I'm talking to people about running a business as a hattie market business, I'm like, do you have an email list? No, I don't. I'm like, well, I'm using ConvertKit. I really recommend them. I can show you, you know, how I use it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and if they purchase off the back end of that being, I give them my affiliate link, either if it's face-to-face -face or if I'm talking to them online. And they purchase, they, they uh, enroll, no, start using ConvertKit, I get 30%. Yeah, 30% commission from that 50% uh, commission is usually for digital products so books courses workshops things like that so um, the owner of that product can pa generally pays up to 50 40 to 50% commission for that so that has higher com commission rates um, so affiliate income is one of my major incomes for the last 12 months what else what else what else all right next main i'm going to go to my biggest income earner and then i'll go to my second biggest which is my final yes it is my final income stream my biggest income stream is what i call memberships memberships is a reoccurring member fee it has a reoccurring payment structure that makes about 60 60% of my income. It is my biggest income earner by far. Because it has made me the most money and for the longest period of time, I concentrated on, on it the most. 
So it makes sense, for example, why I don't concentrate on coaching per se, because it was taking up the biggest amount of my time. Being if I had a coaching business model, I'd be making 90% of money from coaching, for example, obviously that's going to take up 90% of my time and therefore concentrate less on other products. All right, so that's part of part of it, finding what you want to concentrate on, seeing how much time and energy it takes, what you enjoy the most, etc. And this was all part of my process. I did do more coaching, for example, at a previous time. Um, but then I decided to concentrate on memberships. I wanted that reoccurring income. I wanted to have more of a weekend life, what I call a weekend life, hashtag weekend life. Let me just grab my water. Oh, I'm loving that I'm in a summer dress today. Loving it. Oh, it's been winter and cold and it's finally coming out of winter. I'm so happy. Memberships. All right. So memberships are a reoccurring model. Um, for me, how I structure it is my biggest income earner out of my memberships is Cake Business School. So Cake Business School is, I'm going to call it my signature program. It has been for a long time. And I set out with the intention and purpose that it would be my biggest income earner and I gave it the most attention. So currently the pricing structure is a dollar trial for the first month and $18 per month after that. Australian dollars because I'm Australian. And I have one other membership site which is Blog Business School. Currently it's $10 trial period and then $18 per month after that and from that I have a weekend that's what I was saying a weekend life where I have these reoccurring incomes coming in I don't have any uh, feast or famine cycles in selling digital products because of my memberships I created it specifically that way that I know that I have a certain amount of money coming in varying degrees of, you know, percentage wise, maybe 20% variance, but I know the minimum amount that I'm going to have come in next month, next month, next month, right? Without me working, for example, nine hours per day doing coaching to get that same amount of money. Uh, so memberships bring the most amount of money in. So currently I... It is an information-based membership. You could do a physical-based membership being get a goodie box in the mail once per month. If it's a hair salon, it could be a VIP package with a eyebrow tint and things like that when you come in once per month. Um, so a monthly membership model is the most common, but some of my memberships are three-monthly, six-monthly, yearly. I've got lifetime memberships as well. Obviously, that's not a reoccurring um, income, but they did pay for that membership program that membership content so how i do it is new monthly um, modules and full access to the modules in the vault so that's how i structure it and each of them is a how-to or a tutorial or a teaching or a training or a tip on an aspect of cake business or on an aspect of blog business so that's really cool so memberships uh, the biggest income earner if you've got any questions about that please let me know all right so my second biggest income then and my final one in this list and in this training is digital products i classify everything else under the digital products banner so all of my courses workshops ebooks tutorials trainings whatever other words you want to use that is the rest of my digital products so this year um, price market sell we launched three times four times four times um at various price points at various times of the year open close model i've done a 5k blog blog formula course i did a i've got cupcake business in a box ebook 
the complete cake business startup kit so there's bundles in there as well what i call the digital product section there's the growth kit recipe book that made a fair bit of money that's a lower price point but it sold a fair few times so they're all examples the different books and courses and bundles and kits and workshops and um, there would have been workshops in there as well but i can't remember <laughs> for the last 12 months but that made the final 60 70 80 about 20 percent about 20 percent of my income and so that's how my income breaks down for the 12 month financial year and they all add up in their own way in different ways for my nearly 90k 12 month financial year and i love that they add up in different ways and not only that there are many 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 other ways that you can um, monetize as an online business there's many ways that you have income streams in your business many ways <laughs> um, and it's that infinite potential that I think is ridiculously cool, ridiculously cool. So I'm a big fan of having a business to start bringing money in for yourself, whether that's you're starting out for the very first time, you've been doing this for a while, but it's still not working. Like it, The potential's still there. It's just whether you're willing to go out and get it, go out and do the work. All right, is that making sense? So which which ideas, which tips did you like the most? So... Other examples of what you could offer is printables, PDFs, downloadables, calendars, recipes, checklists. God, so many ideas. Consulting. What do they call that? Being like a VA, a virtual assistant. Um, being an agency. Like. There's so many ideas out there. Helping somebody else do something, so doing services or offering products, being digital products. Um, and the third way would be what I call con coaching slash consulting slash mentoring. And you might go, I got, I got nothing, Rebecca. And honestly, honestly, it's only, I ask you this question, what do you know a little bit more than the average person? What do you know a little bit more than the average person? And I promise you, you do. And it's going to be something that you find ridiculously easy. You don't even think about it. You don't even know that you do. And maybe people ask you about it. So maybe that's running the family budget or being frugal or, um, hey, spend so little on groceries. Maybe it's meal planning. Maybe it's um, creating new recipes. Right? I promise you. It could be as easy as making candles or soap or... How you wrangle your kid into a onesie so easily. God, how do you do that? I remember when I was babysitting or helping my sister with her kid when I was a one and getting into a onesie. That was Michelle impossible. I don't even know. How was that a thing? <laughs> All right. Um, but I'm a big fan and a big advocate of helping people starting an online business. All right. So I wanted to let you know I was just doing journaling before this and preparing for this workshop. And it came to me. This needs to be... A, a workshop this needs to be a teaching and training so I'm going to be selling a workshop called the nearly 90k nearly 90k two hour live and alive workshop that's all I've got nearly 90k two hour live and alive workshop so it's going to be next week next Monday uh, I'm going to be planning the details today everything that's included in that workshop 
and it's going for sale today. So if you want the details, you want to come join, message me for the details. I'll be putting it up for sale later today, but message me. You want to get in first because there will be a bonus for the first people that sign up in the next 24 hours. That's what it'll be, literally 24 hours from now, which is 11.30 today for me, 12 hours from the time of this video. Those bo That bonus, that extra bonus for the, I'll call it early bird bonus, for the fast action takers will be off the table. So the nearly 90k workshop next week, Monday, seven days from today. Uh, if you want to grab your spot and message me for the details, for the price, for the cost, for what's included. But for right now, I'm working out what's what's exactly going to be in the workshop, the content, the topics, what I'll be teaching and training. Once I have that nutted out, like I said, within 24 hours, that will be done, D-O-N-E. That early bird bonus will be off the table. So message me. I'm ridiculously excited. And of course, if you have any questions at all, please let me know. That's the best, best way. But who, how does that sound to you guys? Does that sound exciting? We still have people here, which is fantastic. All right, guys, have an epically, epically awesome day because you deserve it. Remember, it's time to have your sweet business drinks.